weekly travel program, Jet Sitting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Are you looking for a highly professional established vehicle rental service and shuttle service where client satisfaction is a priority? Look no further. MLT Car Hire is committed to delivering quality low mileage vehicles to suit your budget. MLT Car Hire also specializes in mini and long leases for individuals and corporates as well as staff transport and airport transfers with offices at the airport and in the Helderberg area. We are proud members of Satsa, Fedhaza, and Cape Town Tourism. MLT Car Hire delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to MLT Car Hire and Tours for our full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. We're chatting this afternoon with Alderman James Foss, the mayoral committee member for tourism. Welcome, Alderman Foss. Thank you very much uh, for the invitation to join you. It's a big pleasure. We're very excited to have you on the Jet Setting with Janet show. We know you have a hectic schedule and I've just been following you over the last couple of days. Everything from the opening of Fame Week to the big co press conference with Enver Dumini about the United Airlines flights coming in. And then earlier this morning, Coffee with the Mayor. So my first question, question to you, sir, is how do you keep on top of your schedule? <laughs> I must admit, I didn't see that question coming. Um, we want some health tips here and, you okay, know, let's so have balanced advice. I, um, I love beauty products, so I, I'm always uh, exploring some new facial creams and so uh, appearance is important to me and so even if i do have a hectic day um, and the schedule starts very early and ends very late um, it's important that uh, those facial creams uh, do their job properly so that i look young and radiant um, but yeah balance is important i've got uh, two toddlers um, that keep me busy a, a very supportive wife so, yeah, and I love what I do. So the job is very demanding, but also very fulfilling. And I've got one of the coolest jobs, I think, in, in any government where I get to do um, what, what makes a real difference in, in whether it's tourism, international trade, uh, business uh, development. So it's really a cool job, an important one if you consider the difficulty that many businesses uh, had to face recently. And there will be more shocks to the system, but also to become a trendsetter so that we look forward to tomorrow, so that we're always on the lookout for new things to do. And as I've said before, the recovery of COVID-19 in the economy will lead to a completely different landscape. And so therefore we need to reimagine the way we live, work and play. Um, and so when I spend time with a family that really uh, charges my batteries and when I get to the office and visit from factory floors to boardrooms, that uh, keeps me going because there's, there's it's things that uh, matter to people and 
obviously behind all the statistics are real people for whom jobs create dignity and hope. And so I, 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 I take my family as an important measure in how I conduct myself and, um, and then when I get to work and do the things of government, um, it's important that I also then have a good support team in place. So I'm surrounded with people that, with knowledge, experience. So I'm really, really uh, grateful to my team that support me in my endeavors. So yeah, it's great. That sounds um, wonderful. And I think that uh, during COVID, if anything we learned was that balance was important. You know, we get used yeah. to being on this treadmill. Um, we get used to being in a routine and we don't do anything differently. We think in a comfort zone. So the work-life balance has really become uh, center stage. There's a lot of conversations happening in corporates and around dinner tables about wellness and mental health. And yeah. I think that um, it's an important conversation to have, but we've got lots of questions we want to ask mm. you. I love that you take family and, and wellness so seriously. We were chatting earlier with some extreme adventure sport people, and I was saying, you know, forget the anti-aging potions that come in the bottles. You need to do shark cage diving and tandem paradigm, <laughs> and it takes 10 years off your age. It's so renewing. Absolutely. So, course, uh, the first thing I want to ask about so that our listeners understand is what exactly is your portfolio and what does that entail? So my portfolio name is Economic Growth. And so it consists of a number of departments, notably tourism, uh, economic development, investment and enterprise development and real estate. So it's, it consists of departments that make up the city's economic growth agenda. How we use land to stimulate growth in commercial, residential, and in social care uh, purposes. How we trade with uh, businesses inside the borders of the country, on the continent of Africa and worldwide. How do we get Cape-based products access to market? How do we support existing businesses and new businesses uh, choosing Cape Town to set up shop. How do we get them here? And then once they're here, how do we help them with the labor force um, development and employment? So, and then of course in tourism, it's all about uh, place marketing, destination management, and uh, making sure that we keep Cape Town top of mind for international a regional and domestic travel. Uh, also business travel, which is your conferences, ex ex exhibitions, um, and, and the like, so that we uh, bid for those conferences. That's why we've got the mining in Daba, the World Travel Market this week, uh, Africa Fame Week. Next year, April, we're doing the animation festival here in Cape Town. So the, the, we call it the MICE industry, meetings, incentives, conferences and events. That is a key deliverable of my department so that we can get those events here, those conferences here. Because if, they, if those conference delegates do two things in your destination, then you've succeeded. Namely, spending time and money here. So if they spend time, they visit our attractions, 
They support our businesses from transportation to accommodation. And then, of course, spending money means that businesses that supply goods and services also get the benefits. I look at tourism and the hospitality sectors uh, not only as a marketing tool, but also a, as a business benefit. How do we grow the ecosystem and get more participants benefiting from those bookings? So that is my department. Yeah, so it touches on assets, on enterprise and business support and tourism. So it's really an exciting um, combination of departments that really get to do some, some incredible work. Um, Sounds like quite a diverse and interesting scope yeah. of work and uh, certainly one that is key to keeping the economic wellness of our city going. And goodness knows all of the challenges that we've experienced economically with the lockdowns and the pandemic, it certainly feels like everything is opening up. I'm loving that we can do in-person contact meetings and that you can go to an event and not have to wear a mask and just see people again. Yeah. It's, it's really so great for one's sense of well-being. You know, uh, Janet, can I, can I jump in there quickly? Yes, sure. Uh, you know Jane Fonda, the activist and actress? <clears throat> yes, of course. Yes. So uh, she's got a noteworthy quote, which I would like to share with you and the listeners. There have been many revolutions over the last century, but perhaps none as significant as the longevity revolution. We are living on average today 34 years longer than our great-grandparents did. Now, you know, if you think about that, that's an entire second adult lifetime that's been added to our lifespan. And I love the fact that you talk about our wellness because it's a sense of belonging, a sense of place and pride. And, and yeah, I thought we were going to talk about the economy and, and all the statistics that, that we chase every day. But behind all those numbers are real people for whom these jobs create dignity and hope. And, and the reason why I'm sharing this with you, Janet, comes from my personal belief that COVID-19 has been a nightmare for a million and one different reasons. Mm -hmm. But if you're an avid traveler like me, then the lockdowns, quarantines, and border closures of the last, what was it, 19 months or so have been downright disastrous. And if you're suffering from a bad case of itchy feet or if you want to indulge in travel cravings, well, I've got some interesting facts that I would like to share with you about travel when it comes to the well-being. And it's amazing that you're talking about well-being because there's all, my whole outlook on travel is around how essential it is to your well-being. And these truths have been well-documented and researched. Firstly, travel makes you smarter. Yes, it does. I can personally vouch for this. Travel can also strengthen your heart because vacations can help lower that risk. One study even found that after only a day or two away, nearly 90% of people reported lower stress levels. And traveling can make you more attractive. One study showed that people who travel extensively are viewed as more attractive than their non-traveling peers. And as you can see, I've traveled quite extensively. I love so that. <laughs> that's why I love the fact that you bring well-being and wellness into, into the conversation. I don't think that we can exclude the wellness conversation from any economic conversation because a healthy community, a healthy outlook, 
uh, a sense of adventure, a sense of wanting to improve and have new aspirations is actually what keeps us young. If you look at the studies in Japan, you've got to have an interest. You've got to have a good circle of friends. You've got to keep working and you've got to keep a sense of aspiration of wanting to do new and wanting to do more and it, you know as a family we've traveled two sometimes three times in a year and we really struggled uh, during lockdown because we felt the sense of we're not learning new things we're not seeing new things just having to calculate forex in a different country or tasting something which takes you on a new gastronomic adventure is mm. one of the things that take you out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I'm so glad you quoted Jane Fonda because people think she's just an actress. She's actually an icon for everything that relates to reinvention. I mean, she was there in the time of the aerobic generation. She was called the make it burn lady because in her <laughs> work, she'd say, make it burn. And now she's this proponent of all things wellness and calm and living naturally and living well. And she's just done this amazing sitcom at over 75 years of age. She's reinvented herself in a space where looks and youth and, you know, being pert and perky is everything that people focus on. But she's turned that on its head. And I think that in your position, you hold a tremendous power for changing the way that people think and changing the way that they view adventure and tourism because it's not just about jumping on an international flight it's about exploring in your own backyard it's about being a domestic tourist that can go and discover prince albert or hanardendal or swellendam and all our beautiful towns around the western cape absolutely i really i love what you say and uh, in a world that has seen and experienced the very best and the worst of humanity you really gain an understanding of why sustainability must be a central pillar of tourism offerings and the industry at large. And your examples of traveling to small towns in your own country uh, gives you that perspective. Uh, so, uh, and I've been in and around the tourism industry for much of my career. Many, many moons ago, I was the shadow minister of tourism in parliament. And both my experiences as a tourist and someone who has worked with people in this industry informed my passion for it and left marks on my memory and art. And Janet, I've seen up close, like you, how the value of tourism to local communities and how genuinely sustainable tourism creates that economic value while preserving culture and natural assets. 100% buying local Growing local, eating local is definitely the way to go. Yeah. And we have so many sterling examples in the Western Cape. Now, Alton we seem to be scooping some pretty big awards. You know, I love, I love that I live in Cape Town. I'm so passionate about it. But we seem to be scooping all of these awards. We get accolades all the time. We were on the top list, beating London and New York as the place to visit. In, in the world. And obviously, whatever your office and, the, and, and you know, the partners, Cape Town Tourism, Westgrow are doing, are impacting that. Because the guest experience yeah. is key. 
Absolutely, because people may travel to Cape Town to drink the wines and work on their beach tan, but they stay for the people. And on the other side of that coin, Cape Townians channel their knowledge and innovation of culture, nature, cuisine, heritage, and community into enterprises that create and grow livelihoods. And so when we receive these accolades and international recognition, um, it gives us a moment to take stock and also to reflect on, on the work we do in this industry so, so that we can do even more. Now, so you, I can easily say, oh, I welcome these awards. It comes as a result of hard work and clever campaigns. Yes, it does. It does. We've got a fantastic partnership with the uh, industry through Fedhasa, Skull, you name it. Uh, they're all there doing their thing. We've got Cape Town Tourism as the City of Cape Town official destination marketing organization, executing our uh, duties and our mandate when it comes to destination marketing and management. We've got so many partners doing wonderful things. But if you just take a moment to think what does these accolades mean, uh, from my perspective, it raises the bar so that we do much more genuine product development and breaking down barriers that exist within the industry. Now, I know it's maybe completely off the topic, but I am proud of the accolades and it really comes uh, through a lot of artwork and one must give recognition. And it really makes Cape Town to be that go-to city in Africa and worldwide for tourism and trade. All right, I've said it. But the things that we're not saying is how much more we can do to transform, to break down barriers, to get more economic activity going. Because tourism is much bigger than simply marketing. It's around uh, supply and demand. It's around supply development and smart procurement. It's about all the goods and services that fuel this industry. Um, and so... The, that is for me the next. And I always say to my team, what's the next? And, and for that reason, Janet, we've come up with some programs that we can deliver on the ground supporting businesses like the Neighborhood Development uh, Manual, which, go, which really supports businesses in the tourism and hospitality space. Now, this manual is a meticulous, a detailed document or manual developed with experts at the Cape Peninsula University of Technology. And it's really a fantastic tool and a tangible example of working towards inclusive growth because it got, it's got detailed modules on, for example, the packaging of your business offering for tourists, conducting market research, cultural understandings, and each module comes with practical activities for the user. And there are even guides on how to do an income statement, pricing techniques, health and safety best practices, how to make use of booking and marketing platforms so that we can make our I love businesses. that there's so hmm. much thought capital that's being shared with the industry because yeah. it sounds like it's needed, but also it helps us to improve, to engage better with our tourists when they come in. And there's a lot of what I'm listening, when I'm listening to you, I'm saying, you know, this is like uh, the swan song, which is local economic development. It's creating yes. host communities, 
sustainable economies, really empowering communities to engage and become true role players in that value chain. Absolutely. And so the work continues then with specific focus on key programs that really drive the demand. And Janet, to give a few examples, it's it's really working with partners such as Cape Town Tourism, uh, Westgrow, Fedhasa, to promote the mother city, stay connected with travelers before, during and after their visit, and empower local industry businesses with access to information, networking opportunities. It's also about uh, affordability because tourism has become very expensive. And so we need to look at affordability, but not compromising on quality. So it's about how do we make our tourism products and services more affordable? Well, we can't interfere in the pricing, that's private sector. But what we can do is to work with industry around product, uh, pri product pricing alignment. So f let's use the examples of of some fun things to do in Cape Town. We've got Table Mountain cable car. You can go up there free of charge in the month of your birthday, the aquarium, and the list goes on and on. So we've got 50 things to do for 50, uh, uh, under 50 rand. So we've got free access to so many of our products. So it's really getting industry excited, and it's basically a call to action so that industry can can see the value of that local tourist. So that Cape Town... I love that list, I must tell you. It's a mm. list we reference all the time. Oh, cool. I'm happy to hear it that. Creates, <laughs> it creates so much excitement because you can get so much mileage for your rand um, and get to explore and then include friends and, you know, lots of people in your endeavours because it's really stretching your, your, your budget. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, to the point where you, you can actually walk away and say, hey, I've done this and this and this. And I think that there's a great interest. Mm. There's certainly a much closer eye on money ever before than, you know, yeah. than ever before because everybody's budget conscious. Even exactly. people with disposable income are saying, what is the best value for me? Yeah. And I say you mustn't break the bank to enjoy your own city. And that enjoyment creates a sense of belonging and a sense of pride. And you know the Love Cape Town uh, logo that we've got? That is not simply just the logo. It, it's a call to action so that Cape Townians can have a love affair with their city, but that we can then, as city government, with our partners, play our role to help industry with getting more numbers. Because, let's face it, if more tourists arrive, our businesses thrive, and if they thrive, they employ more. So it's, a, it's great for the economy. And therefore, we must try and give something back. And in the month of September, Janet, uh, which is uh, Tourism Month, as you know, I'll be making some exciting announcements about our Find Your Freedom campaign and the Freedom to Wish campaign, where we would like to make tourism experiences available to Capetonians. So we'll be on radio, we'll be on social media, uh, sharing the exciting program with Capetonians, and it's the freedom to wish. We've been through a tough time, and we want, uh, and industry has been wonderful. They've been forthcoming with uh, products and experiences that we can make available to Capetonians, but also to do the pricing alignment for longer-term stay, you know that I'm 
uh, very much uh, working behind the scenes to get government to change the visa regime to allow for a remote worker visa that so that we can phenomenal. have yeah, more people. If more people can stay longer, that's again the two things, time and money. If they stay longer, they spend more. And so we're working uh, to get a remote worker visa implemented. But to get to that point, we need the product alignment. And I must say that uh, the tourism industry in Cape Town have been phenomenal. They've come on board. They've adjusted their pricing to accommodate for that type of trend. And that's why I like to think of Cape Town as a AAA-rated city. Now, this is a term normally used for credit ratings or for prime real estate. But in this instance, I mean three things when it comes to Cape Town. Accommodation, aviation, and attractions. Now, in all three of those categories, we've recorded fantastic recovery numbers of more than 80%. And, and as I've said at the beginning, it comes as a, a result of hard work, clever campaigns. But what's the next? Now, That's the a next winning thing, trifecta right there. Those yeah. that AAA, it's amazing. Absolutely. It's worked. We've seen the impact in industry. Yeah. With more flights coming now out of America, UK, Europe, Middle East, Turkey, and Africa. Now, I, I, I spoke this morning to a, to a business organization, and, uh, and I said, you know, these flights don't just fall out the sky. They come here because of the volume that we can secure, the partnership with the airline to get cargo back onto those flights because it's not only the bums on seats but also the boxes in the belly that that uh, matter to aviation uh, especially airlines when they when they do the the track and monitor to see whether the route is profitable and so from our side we're working very closely with those airlines delta united turkish lufthansa British Airways, uh, the list goes on and on to see how Condor, we can... Uh, the seasonal airlines like Condor, yes. Little Condor. Are coming in, in season. And Virgin, yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. So, you so know, we've got I, partnerships uh, with those airlines, yeah. Mm. I think Westglow and the Air Access team are doing phenomenal work as well. Yeah. It's just, been, it's just been so interesting to see how that has turned. I must um, say that what you say there is exactly the power of partnership that, that makes me excited about the future of tourism and how we use this sector to connect with new trends and, and cities around the world. So that's why the city of Cape Town proudly funds the Air Access Initiative because I can't think of another city government that puts money into these initiatives. So we fund, as a city government, the Air Access Initiative, but also the Cape Cruise Initiative, which we have recently established. And as a result of that partnership in the cruise sector, from October, we are welcoming more than 104 cruise liners that will be docking here in Cape Town from October That's until February next phenomenal. year. Just yeah. phenomenal. Just phenomenal to imagine what it's going to be like on that um, on that port when people come in with that beautiful building that we have. It's just going to be so, so exciting. Yeah, that's now, it. when I started out wanting to chat to you, I never thought that we're going to talk about Jane Fonda and wellness and beauty creams. But here we are. My last question to you, Alderman Foss, is, you know, we all have our favorite spots to go to. When you're planning your weekend or your afternoon drives, what is your spot to go jet setting to? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, you did send me that question earlier today, and I've been thinking about it the whole morning. 
You're welcome to tell us about more than one spot. I really so, don't mind. So in Cape Town, we sport for choice. I, now that I've got two beautiful young daughters, I love to take them to all of the places in our city, from the aquarium to the penguins at Boulders to Table Mountain. We've got just amazing places. And don't forget the culture. I love taking them also now to some of the the places that are a little bit off the beaten track so that we go and experience some unique culture. Uh, Boerkarp, we've gone to Boerkarp to go and do a walking uh, tour there the other day. We've got, uh, I'm booked to go to Athlone uh, in a few weeks from now. They've also got a lovely uh, uh, Muslim-friendly tour where they take you to some places. But So we sport for choices, and I really love exploring all of the hidden gems and the very visible big six in Cape Town. I just love going to all of them all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that they, uh, it's difficult to choose one because I really love all of it's them. difficult to keep up. I thought that <laughs> I was suggesting to, but I see, oh no, here you are, there and there and everywhere else. But I want to give you one. There's one that, there's one that I want to uh, talk to you about, which is outside of Cape Town, because I, I've got a love affair with small towns. They are so unique and genuine in their, uh, in their offer that, and we must keep on supporting them. Uh, it's so important 100%. that we visit our outlying towns. And I had the pleasure when I was a member of parliament to represent the Cape Winans district as my constituency. And, and there are some beautiful hidden gems and small towns within an hour, two hours drive from Cape Town that give you the best of heritage, cuisine, the culture, and the buildings, and it's and it's really good for the soul. It's good to go and see where we come from because those towns, each one represents something of who we are uh, as a people and place. And so those hidden gems, and maybe let me give you one example. I love Ribia Castile, um, and I do come from the West Coast, so I, I do love all of the West Coast towns. And let me just say to the listeners, the West Coast starts at Leipzig. And then you go north to Askerspos, Irlands Bay, Lambert's Bay. Because I, I always tease Capetonians, they say that Langebaan is West Coast. Yes, it is West Coast. But <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm going to say something now which I will regret. But some of our, uh, our West Coast towns that are very near to Cape Town have become the Durbanville Yacht Club. Because they're so close to, to the city and with a new road network um, that's, that makes it so easy to visit these towns all the way to Marmersbury, up to uh, uh, Jakobs Bay, Patronoster, Langebaan, Saldana, beautiful towns. But I come from Lambert's Bay. It's my, my family comes from there. So that is really West Coast. But I would just say to the listeners, if, if you really want to see the province, go to those hidden gems, those towns that you will never think twice to go to. Go to those ones because that's where you'll find something unique and and obviously uh, fall in love and become a return visitor because those towns really rely on, on, on us visiting them and supporting them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very boring in my answer because I know that other people no, give you like a single thing, like a zip line. Eh? Like a not zip line. boring at all. You just planned but, my weekend itinerary for me. I've been wanting Janet, to go I must to. Say, there's one place that I would love you guys to go and explore. I'm going there on the 1st of September. And it is a zip line here in Cape Town. So there's yeah, a zip yeah. line. I'm going to tell you more. It's amazing. So there's a zip line 
Uh, it's run by SA Forest Adventures. It's at the Silver Mist Estate, Hard Bay Main Road. Um, and they've just been, they've received the TripAdvisor Award. They've been voted as one of the best experiences on TripAdvisor. And I like to go and explore and see for myself. So on the 1st of September, I'm going there. Um, you're welcome to join me. I'll send you an invite. Then you great. Come. I love the work of Clinton Lerm and his team. They are phenomenal. I love it. You know him. He's a good friend. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so on 1 September, I'm launching the Tourism Month calendar at, at the zipline where I'll go down. Uh, I believe it's like a two-hour and a four-hour option. So I'm feeling adventurous. I'll see if I can do the four-hour. But please join. I'll send you the details because on that uh, uh, visit, we'll be launching our tourism calendar. And I'll also be making That's some right. announcements about new flights, new cruise liners, and about the work that we do around place marketing, but also place making. About the 24-hour economy, about rejuvenating public spaces in the inner city for events and for hospitality. So there's some... Really cool stuff we're working on. And talking about cool, Cape Town is the coolest city on the coolest continent. I just wanted to say that. I, I agree. You, yeah. have no, you have no dissent from me. I agree 100%. I came to Cape Town on a train with my, with my family when I was five years old. And I've been trying to come back ever since. So I've been living in the city since 1999. I came to work for province many moons ago. and. Okay. I love coming. I love coming home. I wake up and I come home every single day, because I have love for the city, <clears throat> and a passion for all things tourism. Yeah. So it really is a blessing to wake up here every morning and say, "Where shall I go today?" Absolutely, and if I can sum it up in one sentence, and 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 I'm, I'm really I'm happy to hear about your also your long history in tourism and, and so on, I, I, that, that's really great. I wasn't aware. And, and then you will hopefully agree when I say that the work we do in tourism is really because of the massive economic spin-offs for businesses to benefit from with increased bookings, more spending, job creation, and extra investments. 100%. Now, I know you love Rebecca Castile, and the show last week, the podcast was on Rebecca Castile. So I'm going to send you the podcast link. And you awesome. can listen to where we adventured <laughs> in Rebecca Castile so much fun. Oh, that's it's lovely. Wonderful. Okay, it's that's cool. I would love to hear. Yes, absolutely. Alderman Foss, it's been most entertaining chatting to you. I, uh, My spirit of a jet setter connects with your spirit as a jet setter. And I must say that uh, the Western Cape is the best place to jet set. Oh, Thank you absolutely. for joining us. That's a big pleasure. I just want to say, Janet, thanks for putting the spotlight or shining the spotlight so brightly on, on, on tourism as a subject and not just something that people think is marketing. It's much more. And so I'm really, really happy to join you on your show and, and for the work that you do, the conversations, the... Uh, and, and the exploration that comes with it. Really great. So thanks for having me and, and just keep on keeping on. Thanks. You're most welcome. And we'll keep this conversation open. It seems like there's a lot of exciting things happening on your end. And we certainly want to be in the know. Alderman James Foss entertaining us this afternoon on Jet Setting with Janet. Cool. Thanks, Janet. Goodbye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. 
This weekly travel program, Jet Setting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook.